When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman, Gerald Bourget, and Espo. And yes, Espo and Saul did text each other this morning asking what they were wearing to work today. I'm wearing Please. an AFC Richmond shirt. And he's wearing a <laughs> Kyler Murray shirt. Well, two he kind of looks like Kyler. Could not, not be actually. more polar opposite. And also, you guys are wearing black. What are you talking about? Yeah, but it's totally different vibes. No, it's not. It's you guys black. are literally wearing t-shirts. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts. It's the red t-shirt. I'm Short sleeve shirt, long sleeve shirt. Pants, shorts. If you were ever going to say two people looked similar in their outfits, it would be the two of you versus me and Gerald. Well, because you're a girl and he's a guy. Also, because this is not a t-shirt. It's a, like, a shirt, a blouse. It's a, like, so Nobody would ever confuse Espo and I. I'm not saying that they would confuse the two of you. I'm saying you're dressed like twins. She's just not. She's just jealous. We look this good in red shirts. And she has to wear a black shirt. She can't pull off red. I just know this. Wow. I think the larger point that we're missing is if you were wondering who we as a team are cheering for in the NBA finals, you have your answer right here. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, there you go. There you go. There you go. The heat is on. Subliminal messaging. Thought. This, see, I'm telling you, you guys did text each other this morning. You planned this all out. The, the NBA Finals on, um, do tip off tonight. It's the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. Listen, I know a portion of Suns fans out there. I don't know if they are genuine in saying this, but there have been quite a few who are like, I'm not watching this Finals. I refuse to watch this Finals. Y'all are watching, right? Yeah. I mean, as much as I can from, I do currently do not have Wi-Fi, so that would be <laughs> tough, but I'm going to try and watch it. I mean, it's on ABC. Yeah, get them rabbit have, ears out. Yeah, get you an just antenna get box. Digital just antenna get an box. Antenna. You're good. Yeah. I don't know. Our like cable line is like messed up. You don't need, up. A, you cable don't need line. a cable line for digital just antenna. Get, yeah, it's old school. Jared. It is. Yeah, you just, you just, you just gotta go old you school with it. Connect you it to your plug TV. It in. Boom. You just put it on your and then stand. Like, <laughs> my, like my grandfather's it's house. Like magic. Yeah. It's yeah. literally yeah. magic. Yeah, and it's free. Magic. Not literally magic. She so, said that so seriously. <laughs> it's literally magic. Like, no, no, it's not. It's yes, technology. It is. <laughs> no, it's literally magic. <laughs> Who are you guys going to be rooting for in this one? I think the Nuggets are going to sweep them. Okay. But I'm rooting like hell for the Miami Heat. Mm. I want Jimmy Butler to be the most significant player in NBA history. And I also, I just want to, I just want to say the Nuggets had the ultimate choke job of all time because they 
I do believe are the most favored team to win a championship in NBA history, according to uh, gambling odds. Okay, like based on the finals matchup? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm rooting for Denver. Yeah, okay. Look, I'm of the mindset that if you're going to lose, lose to the eventual champion. Mm. Like, and the Suns have done that 14 other times, I believe. So uh, they, they've they done it a lot. And mm. I'm okay with that, though, because at least you lost to the best team. Last year left such a bitter taste in my mouth because you knew that the Dallas Mavericks were a freaking joke. Mm. You knew that they were not better than the Phoenix Suns. But with what the Nuggets are doing, you go, all right, they just ran into a better team. And if they close it out and they win the championship, I feel much better about that. Plus, you know what? As much crap as uh, as we give the DMVR people, I actually do want them to to be able to enjoy Not some success. First. And that's where he Not loses first. me. Why? And that's where he <laughs> loses me. You want your big I, sister or big brother to always get the first thing? No, I don't want hand-me-downs. I want to be the first one. It's not even just about that. As much as I love the DVR peeps, I love Eric, I love Adam, I love the whole crew, right? Mm. I did not forget (laughs) that after we got eliminated last year, they dedicated a whole open to our demise. They danced on our graves. They danced on our graves. Hell no, I don't want them to win their championship before us. No, this is the sibling rivalry. Yes. Like it, this has to be the peak of it, especially if they lose. And then after this, then we can be like best bud siblings. Yes. You know what I mean? You know how every like set of siblings has that like if, you, you you are enemies and then you become best friends. As as That's the great as the great Dr. King said, darkness oh. does not it does not. What is darkness? More eloquently, but I mean, look, why our hate towards them is not going to make make anything better. So I might as well go. You know what? I want something good to happen to you. Listen, if they, I'm not, I, and you know what? If they go ahead, and it's not secondhand, right? It's not like it's not like they're dating the the Larry O'Brien trophy. They go, here's our sloppy seconds. It's not like that. I'm, sorry, right? I'm, I'm still stuck on as the great Dr. King once said. Fumble, 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 fumble. Who says the great Dr. King said? You know, darkness is yeah. <laughs> You know, as the great Dr. King says, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Oh, oh, my oh my You guys started laughing and I lost my train of thought. I did not expect a Martin Luther King quote to come out of you. That's why it just threw me way off guard. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. Listen, if they win the championship, I will be happy for them, but I don't want them to win the championship. <laughs> what, what, are you saying if they lose to Miami, we're going to dance on their grave? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. I will skip to my loo all around this set. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'll join in on that. <laughs> but I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be downtrodden if they win. Like, oh because you know God. what? It helps the company. And in the end, I just want money in my pocket. That's what I'm saying. Wow. In back-to-back days, we quoted Dr. Seuss, Dr. King. Yeah, look at that. Yo, yo, all about doctorates, baby. That's a little, that's a little different there. We, we quote, we've talked about Doc Rivers. It's all doctors, 
around you. Oh my, oh my god. god. He said that's as a great time. I, there was, there was something in there about your point about being the bigger person, yes. I think. <laughs> and you guys weren't. God. Oh my god. I'm trying to bring some culture, some so uh, some historical Stop. reference, some, oh some insight, and you all just crap on it. You can't use my people against your culture, Espo. <laughs> but we're oh twins, Saul. God. We're twins oh today. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my Jesus. God. Jeez. You guys. Wow. I literally, this week <sighs> has been so ridiculous. <laughs> this week's shenanigans, I feel like, have topped all the shenanigans that we've had on this oh, show. Orlando, week three of the offseason. Goodness season. gracious. All right. Can we kind of go back and like legitimately have a real conversation about this now? We can try. Um, um, so your team, Heat, your team Nuggets, Gerald? Um, I think the Nuggets are going to win in five, but I feel like a lot of people are dismissing the Heat a little too easily, and they beat two teams that would be favored in this series against Denver, if we're speaking from a betting standpoint. So I don't want to count the Heat out. I, I still think the Nuggets have been the most impressive team in the playoffs in terms of what we've seen from their actual play. Um, and to your point, I... Lindsay and I argued about who we were rooting for Nuggets versus Lakers. And I made the same point that like you don't it doesn't make you feel better, but it marginally a little bit better if you lose to the team that knocked you well, that win, won. Do you all. believe that? So? What? Do you buy that? That if the Nuggets win because they knocked us out, that it makes you feel better. Do you guys genuinely no. believe yourselves when you say I that? Or is it bit. just like I'm saying it to say it no. because it should make me feel better because I don't feel any better. I, only if. No, it, it wouldn't make me feel better because because the 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 logic between behind why the Suns lost to, to the Nuggets was that we just didn't have enough time, right? Mm. So we were the better team. In all other instances, when I you know listen, it, I'm about to get a lot of shit for the, what I'm about to say. Okay. Like I I don't feel like if the Suns had a whole season with KD and Devin Booker that the Nuggets would have necessarily been the better team. Mm. I just I just don't believe that. So. I, because of that, I don't, I don't have any feelings about Denver winning. Also, like, it's the fans. It's just the fans. Like, mm -hmm. I just, I don't, I don't. It, it, we're we're both on equal footing. We've they've never been to a finals. They got to their first finals. I sure don't want them to win it before us. I just don't. Look, I, for me, if they <clears throat> win in four or five, you look at it and you can say the Suns were the only ones to get two games off of them. Mm. in the playoffs does it make me feel wonderful about the hell no but it makes me go all right the suns if they had kd for for more than those 10 games going into the playoffs mm. likely are on the same level if not better than the nuggets based on what we saw and the nuggets went on to win the championship so it makes me feel a little bit better going into next year that the suns are right there if you tweak a few things uh, and you could be at the top of the mountain it, yeah it's a it's a consolation prize because like you said yeah. last year when they lost to the mavericks that was there was just no excuse for it and it was like we lost to a team that we were worse than definitively worse than and this season you can make the case if they had a full season with kd those teams are on pretty even ground um and if you lose and the nuggets go on to win it all in like four or five games then you're like, okay, maybe we weren't as far from a championship as it felt like when we were down 30 at half to this team in elimination game six. It doesn't make you feel better about that, no. but it is kind of your 
consolation as you head into this summer, like, okay, we can build a title contender around these two if things break our way and we build out the roster correctly. And if they win, we can say fraudulent championship because you beat a bunch of seven and eight seeds <laughs> other than the Phoenix Suns. Oh, so okay. just like they would say, oh, well, okay. everybody was injured when the Suns made the finals. I do want to have a small conversation about that, and I'm not okay. trying to throw shade here, but that is already happening towards the Nuggets from mm. other fan bases around the league. <clears throat> and I saw somebody, I don't remember if it was a DNVR guy or just some random Somebody on Twitter, probably not random, was probably a bigger name, but asking why no other team has ever been talked about in that way leading up to a finals, like a team that hasn't won it before. Like the whole excuses, basically, always the easiest path to the finals, the easiest path to a championship. And I'm like, well, they definitely did that to us Uh when we made it to the finals. Then you had Bucks fans in the comment being like, yeah, hey. Hi. Uh, they, they did that to us, too. They did it in the bubble. To the Lakers in the bubble. Yep. So I'm just you, you like. You get what you put out. Like, it just seems like it. one of those things where every fan base goes through that and every fan base is on the other side of it. It's but, just why why do we pretend like it doesn't happen sometimes? But, but what I will say to defend Denver people is that I would agree. And listen, as a Suns fan, we have not gotten the love, uh, you know, at times that we feel like we deserve. But I do feel like, and this is just from watching, you know, all the hot take shows and stuff, I genuinely do feel like the Denver Nuggets as a team have been completely disrespected and overlooked, like to a degree that I, I just can't really fathom. I mean, there's just straight up just errors going on um, to besmirch what what the Nuggets have done. Uh, Whereas I feel like with the Suns, we just weren't talked about. Like they just, they weren't making shit up. They just, they'd rather talk about LeBron or they'd rather talk about Steph or whatever instead of Devin Booker. And I think they're doing the same thing and it's kind of wild because they do have the two-time MVP, could have been three, and they do have the best team in basketball right now and they should win the championship, but instead... They're constantly talking about everything else. So I, Part I can of that's see their own doing, though. They played into this. We're, we're the underdog. You were the number one seed. You, had, you were spectacular throughout the regular season. You have the two-time MVP. Don't give me this bullshit that you're the underdogs. You were the prohibitive favorite in a lot of ways for, uh, you know, when you look at your roster, when you look at what you've done, and you look at the path you had. So don't act like you're some... You're some underdog, especially when you're going in against the Heat and you're favored by Vegas. Don't give me this crap. It's it, it, They've played into it, and the media has has leaned into it because it's this whole song and dance now about it. Yeah, I mean, they for the basketball goer, they should have been favored in pretty much every series. Mm-hmm. Maybe not ours because we were pretty split on how we felt that series would go. I think most of us leaned towards the Suns, obviously, but... Um, there were like betting wise, I don't think they were favored in our series. I'm not sure if they were favored in the Lakers series. They are favored in the heat series. And that's because the betting odds have not adjusted to what the heat have done in the playoffs. So I get it from that perspective, but like looking at betting odds is not the way to determine this kind of stuff to me. Um, and I, I feel like also (laughs) the, just the discourse in general around NBA stuff needs to change because, a lot of the stuff that's come out, like we saw Chris Mannix talk about how the Nuggets are not an interesting team to cover. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, why? Because there's no drama? Because their star is just a guy who kind of puts his head down and likes to hoop? Like Because some people are lazy and don't want to look for the actual storylines and right. just well, want to harp on the same they shit just want that they always Lakers, do? Lakers, Celtics, part 17 or whatever the you fuck You also it is. have like, to understand, though, they are 
taking orders, if you will, from the powers that be. And the powers that be want the clickbaity stuff. They want that low-hanging yeah. fruit. And that's always going to be Lakers and things of that nature and drama. That shit pops off every single time because mm -hmm. it relates to a whole nother group of people that are casual NBA fans or fans of the sport, but they don't have the diehard aspect to them. And there's, there's no shade to that group of people because they also bring something valuable to the NBA, their eyeballs, their dollars. So I get it from that perspective, which again, when we have that conversation, if you are looking for that team specific content, that in-depth type of stuff, you got to find your community to get that. Yeah, which, which, I just, <clears throat> Mannix doesn't say that though, if he doesn't believe it. I don't think that, no. him in particular wasn't, my bosses are telling me to do this. No, there was a conviction there's, there's buy-in from people when you yeah. work for those type of places yeah. too. You that's have true. to be yeah. committed to what it is that your job is, is asking you to do. But that's the difference between people that are in this to be talking heads and to be entertainment figures and the people that are actually like real <laughs> journalists who are covering the story, which is what you're supposed to do. Like there's plenty of interesting things from a basketball standpoint about this matchup. I'm excited for this finals. I kind of preferred it to having another Lakers Celtics yeah. showdown. Um, so I, I don't know. I just feel like as a whole, like if you look at the NBA compared to the NFL, if a team makes a run to the Super Bowl, that's interesting. Like you find stories about that team that make it interesting. And I feel like the NBA is more hesitant to do that because if it's not a major market team or a team with LeBron or with KD or whoever, it's, it's for some reason the NBA media has a harder time making something. It's the extroverted superstar is mm. is the thing, mm -hmm. right? And Jokic is not that guy. He's, He's never been that guy. That. He's the opposite of that for sure. Uh, Jamal Murray isn't really a you know a, a walking soundbite. Uh, either you know like he's he's a good player he talks but it's not until the playoffs really this playoffs uh, he didn't really pop off much you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying and so and the NBA does gravitate towards people that are are magnets for you know for views they yeah. just do you know like John Morant hasn't accomplished shit in this league like he's gone to the all-star game a couple of times cool but He's a magnet, like, and and if he made it to the finals, he'd be the talking point as well. And so it's just one of those things. Devin Booker's literally is has has suffered from that same thing. Mm. He's not he's not really that dude that will go out of his way to say some off the wall shit. Devin Booker isn't. Um, no, the and, biggest press conference headline he's made is not showing up at the press conference. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so that's why the Suns sometimes at, at times get overlooked as well. And so I I. I I get it. I don't agree with it at all. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, Denver definitely deserves their flowers for what they've done so far this season and what they might do here in the finals. But I am rooting for Jimmy Butler because I do think that the Miami Heat present us a variety of different issues for the Nuggets that they haven't quite seen um, so far in this playoff. I think Eric Spolstra uh, will do his damnedest to take advantage of weaknesses that he believes are there with the Nuggets. They will change up their defensive lineups going from man to zone on multiple different occasions. They will give the Nuggets more than they can handle in terms of a variety oh. of different looks and, and matchups. Um, and they're going to make Denver work. And and I think, but that doesn't mean that Denver's not going to be able to overcome that at all. Oh. Uh, they got Jokic. Uh, Eddie Johnson today talked about the fact that 
Miami is probably really f- going to be focused on pushing Jokic more to the block as opposed to up high because if he's up high, he can see the whole court and that's when he can destroy you. But when he's down low on the block, uh, it limits his vision and it limits his playmaking ability and his percentages go down because of that, which I didn't even realize until he pointed it out. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a fascinating series. I, and, and I will say to Colts23 uh, who said it in the chat, um, this is one of the more intriguing matchups in the NBA Finals that we've had in, in a quite some time. Um, I, I would say even going back to just the Suns-Bucks because it was two fresh teams that hadn't been in the Finals for quite a long time. So I'm excited for it. Well, and you either get a first-time champion, which is always a, a fun storyline, or you get an eighth seed that was almost – they were trailing with two minutes left <laughs> yeah. in a play-in game to the Chicago Bulls, mm-hmm. and they somehow dig themselves out of that and go all the way to a title. That's a hell of a storyline too. Yeah. I, I, I think it's just lazy if you can't find the intriguing storyline. Yeah, hell, correct. Mike Malone is one of the best quotes in the NBA oh, yeah, right he's now. Awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's a little sassy. I he love is. that. <laughs> I hope whoever the Suns' next head coach is has a little bit of sass to them as well. We're not going to have one. I think they're just going to let AI coach the team. Oh, not yeah. Allen Iverson. Yeah, artificial GPT. intelligence. Yes. What do we do here? Us. Here's the situation. What do we do? This is what you should do. Now. I would set a screen for Devin Booker. <laughs> let Kevin Durant shoot. Well, that's already oh, better than Monty did. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Something fun to tip off your weekend tomorrow. We have you covered. Come hang out with us at the Bet MGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. All the shows here at PHNX will be live from the Sportsbook tomorrow, starting at around what 10 a.m. ish. Mm-hmm. So we'll be out there from 10 a.m. to about 9, 9. p.m. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So Who knows? there might even be an emergency pod. Pretty <laughs> much all day long. So come hang out with us whenever you can pop in, whether it's for lunch oh, or a happy ready, hour. That's happening. Or if you want to join <laughs> us for our knockout nights, Cornhole League, that starts at 7 p.m. tomorrow. Again, at the BetMGM uh, Sportsbook out at State Farm Stadium. It's going to be a blast. And also... If you have not signed up for BetMGM yet, make sure you do that and use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential health, Michigan. Also, make sure you stop at Circle Circle K on your way out to the BetMGM Sportsbook. You can fill up your tank with some fantastic gas. You can pick up an iced coffee for just $1.89. Or if you're into Polar Pops more than coffee, you can get a Polar Pop as well. They also have Monsters. They've got Red Bulls. They've got Fast Twitch. All kinds of great snacks, great drinks are at Circle K. Make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. And right now, if you text PHNX to 31310, to join their SMS subscriber club, you're going to get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Love a good deal. Love a coupon. So head to CircleK.com slash door dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Can I make one request on the Circle K front? 
I do not want to see Derek Montia, my gas pub, one more time. <laughs> Can we switch it up, please? I've seen Leah. I've seen Lindsay. I've seen Derek. I see Derek every damn time. Derek's haunting you. He's just following you around. Um, I have gotten so many messages from people being like, yo, why did you just tell me to go get a Polar Pop? And my response to every single one of them, I'm like, but did you get a Polar Pop though? And it's like 50-50 split. Some of them are like, well, yeah, duh, you told me to. And the others are like, no, not today. I was like, well, you look true. Only her cult members were like, yes, I did. You told me to. Uh, also regarding the AI that we just talked about, uh -huh. Hello had a good comment. He said, uh, chat GBT saying, stop using Shabbat. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, uh, my goodness gracious. All right. Well, since we're already talking about Coach GBT, as Drew in the, in the chat said earlier, uh, let's talk about coaching updates. So mm -hmm. we did mention yesterday on the show that the Detroit Pistons were targeting Monty Williams. Well, apparently, reportedly, it is official. Monty Williams has accepted a huge chunk of change to become huge. the new head coach of the Detroit Pistons. It's being reported that it is a six-year, $72 million deal that could potentially reach $100 million with all the incentives that are built in. Like, go get your money, Monty. Well, hopefully winning it all isn't one of those incentives because he's never hitting $100 million if it is. Yes. Oh, my God. What? $78.5 million eaters. is a lot of... A lot of cheddar. Is that what it is now? Yeah, 78? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, 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 it's going to average okay. over $13 million a year, mm -hmm. making him the highest paid coach in the NBA. Um, again, a, a, a great if you can get it, for sure. Uh, I know we have some thoughts on this, we'll get, which we'll get to look, later on. But listen, tremendous coach. Um, and I think for what that franchise needs, he would be the perfect candidate to come in there and do exactly what he did here um, under under this uh, for this franchise. So uh, congratulations to him. I think he deserves that. Um, and, and listen, if you're going to take $78.5 million to go to Detroit, hey, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, he's going to change the hat to well-paid is better than well-said. Uh, but it, look, I, I'm he's the right hire for Detroit. They're in a very similar you know position to where the Suns were when they were looking at, at hiring Monty. Uh, young team trying to figure out how to get out of the the perpetual cycle of, of of a rebuild, trying to build a culture and build an identity. I think he will do a very good job at that because that's that's who he is. He's very good uh, at doing that. And can he go beyond that? Can he turn them in to a champion? I don't know, but I think what he will do is give them an unbelievable foundation to to move on. One thing he's going to have to do better than he did here, though, is develop young talent. Mm -hmm. You know, and and you could say he helped McHale, he helped Cam. There were other guys that he didn't, but they're going to have to maximize the young talent there in Detroit uh, to to see success at the rate that he did here in Phoenix. Yeah. Great for Monty Williams. Happy for him. Um, it's the largest head coaching deal in NBA history. So congrats to him. And like we said, like I said on yesterday's show, a team like Detroit is going to have to overpay. They're going to have to overstep um, to secure a talent like that because Monty was the best coaching candidate on the market. And he arguably was when Nick was still on the market. Nick Nurse was still on the market. Like he's a really good coach and not just for a rebuild because I feel like he's getting put in this box of like oh he's a culture guy he's a you know happy players coach kind of guy he's a good coach too like 
He won the most games in the NBA over the last three seasons. And yeah, you can say Devin Booker, Chris Paul, the talent that he had played a part in that. But like he had that young talent from the start. And so did a couple of other coaches that were here and they didn't do shit with it. So the idea that he's not good at developing young talent, I push back on that very strongly. I think you can look at D.A. and that relationship changed over the last year for the worse. Um, but outside of that, like Mikhail was becoming who he has been in Brooklyn before he got traded there. Mm -hmm. Cam Johnson campaign was out of the league before Monty Williams brought him into the bubble. Um, and even Devin Booker, to a degree, grew under Monty's tutelage these last few years. So Not I think down. he's like the perfect man for that hire. Um, and I'm happy for him, like and for Detroit. <laughs> It would have been nicer if they got that number one pick, like I said. But um, I'm I'm kind of excited to watch this team now because they got Cade Cunningham, they got Jaden Ivey, they have some young talent like Jalen Duran. So it's going to be fun to watch them from afar. Look, I think they'll be fighting for the play-in next year. They could very well be. Monty will will put those things in place that they need to do. I'm sure he'll push to sign some veterans with uh, with the huge amount of cap space that Detroit has over forty million dollars. Yeah, like look. I make I make jokes about Monty not winning at all here and everything. We had our issues with rotational stuff, but there's no denying Monty Williams uh, is a good coach and found a way to get more out of these guys than anybody. I mean, there's there's no doubt in, in that, and I think he'll have success in Detroit overall. So, I I'm not going to disagree with with his ability to get players to a certain level. Um, but again, like, you know, you're, you're looking, he's had two coaching opportunities before. Okay. With the Suns and the Pelicans. Mm -hmm. And there, there was a certain threshold that he couldn't get past. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so you're hoping if you're Detroit that he's going to be able to learn from those two instances and you're going to be able to add the, the, the kind of talent necessary to really help enhance what the, this young group of individuals needs and veteran leadership and, and things of that nature to be able to take you over the top, get to the playoffs and make some and cause some damage. And so um, I, I can't sit here because I've seen it now twice in a row and say that like he will surefire take the, the Pistons to a championship contender in the <laughs> right. next three or four years. No, like no. I, I just don't know because one of the things that worked in the sun's favor was, is that they, they had that bubble run which I thought really spurred things forward mm -hmm. um, a little quicker than normal. Which was a very unique situation. A, a very unique mm -hmm. situation. And then being able to get Chris Paul in that trade. And, and Chris Paul, to me, is the one that really set the foundation for how they were going to move forward and really teach and show these guys what it takes to get to that, to that next level. Um, and him and Monty did it great together. Uh, but then after that championship season, things didn't really get back to that to that form and you're hoping that he learned from those lessons i'm sure he sat on the farm in the last couple months a uh, couple weeks and said man i wish i would have done this or i wish i would have done that and if i got another opportunity this is what i'm going to do because i think we would all do that anytime we leave a job or we had some responsibility in some area we wish we would have done this or we wish we would have done that and so hopefully uh, he gets to succeed in in detroit i'm glad he's in the eastern conference so i don't really have any anything to worry about unless we get to the finals and uh yeah much success to him did you guys see the crazy irrational fear though that kind of came out of this was people were like well how much did devin like money and it is detroit He's a Michigan guy. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, so I'm like, why are we wired like this as Phoenix Suns I'm not. I'm not. I know, I know we're not, but like I saw that on Twitter. I'm like, 
Really? There's, this is where we're going? There's yeah. always someone out there who will make a connection <laughs> no. that's just wild that we did not see it, coming. The entire NBA is six degrees of separation. Uh, so, mm. I mean, we did it back in the day, too, though. Like, oh, D'Lo and Cat are books BFFs. Like, of course, he's going to ask to go play with them if mm. they won't come here. And Nobody wants to go to Minnesota. You know what I mean? So, hey, uh, I just, the, the whole thing, you know, the meme from Community where. Uh, you know, Donald Glover walks in with the pizza boxes and, and the whole thing's on fire. Yeah. And it's, you know, the darkest timeline. That seems to be where every Suns fan, not every, a bunch of Suns fans go anytime something seems like it could go off the rails. It's like, oh shit, the room's burning again. It's because yeah. people, listen, as Suns fans, you have to rewire your brain and understand that this is as much a destination as any other NBA city. Fuck what LA fans want to tell you. Fuck what New York fans want to tell you or Miami or any other NBA city. Phoenix is a destination. And because of the ownership and the, the pension for that Matt Ishbia has shown to, to be able to put money into this team and do things that, that require uh, or that enhance the experience for not only the, the fans, but the players. This is a destination. Fans or players are going to want. That's why we're in the rumors right now. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, like you name it, we're a destination now. Rewire the brain. People want to come here and accept that. Yeah, and anybody saying, oh, well, the Suns are going to have to pay big money now because Detroit did. Just because somebody spends a lot of money on a coach doesn't mean you need to just go out there and do it because it's become the trend. Find the guy you want, pay what it's going to take, uh, and don't worry about what's going on in Detroit. And Detroit had to quote-unquote overpay because they're Detroit and yeah. because they're a young team on a rebuild that is trying to convince the coach not to take a year off and to yeah. take on yet another rebuild. Like, you have to pony up some extra dough. So Right, because weren't there reports saying that the initial offer was like 20% less than what this is, that they bumped it up a certain percentage, 10 yeah. to 20%? Yeah, because he had basically said, "I think I'm gonna take a year," sort they, of a thing. Yeah, they were already, they were looking in the ten million a year range at the start. I think so. Mon Monty's son now knows what he's worth because wasn't the rumor Monty wanted to take the year off to go watch his son play hoops? Yeah. He's like, "I guess a hundred million's more than I'm worth right now." Damn. <laughs> With the $100 million, he could just hire a private jet to fly back and forth and still watch his son play basketball. You know they, what I mean? They flew him out on a private jet exactly. to recruit him. So. Every dad has a price is what it means. All right. So a couple little nuggets of information here. Um, I know we did talk about if Monty took a job. Does that mean the Suns are off the hook for paying him? Gambo reported that there was an offset in Monty Williams' contract with the Suns, so the Suns are not responsible anymore Good. for paying the remaining money left on his contract. As which, first reported by Saul Bookman yesterday on the PHNX Sun Show. Which is great. Reported for and guessing are two different up things. Some money, not that Matt Ishbia is probably <laughs> tomato, that tomato. too worried about it, but it still just that's makes what, sense. That's my thing is like people were celebrating this like it's some win for the Suns. Like, what does it matter? It's not your money. We, There's no salary cap for coaches. Yeah. Gives a fuck. The reason why people are <laughs> celebrating this as a win is because we still do not realize how deep HBS pockets are. Like we know they're deep. We yeah. don't realize how deep they are until we see it in play because we've had an ownership that had very short pockets. So, sorry about the screaming. Apparently, something I think the crazy with the just walked is off. happening right now. <laughs> they did. The, the Diamondbacks just walked off. Yeah. And they're on a live watch along. 
What were we talking about? Uh, oh, Ishpia's deep pockets. That's right. Yeah. Look, I mean, what is everybody excited that now we can afford Kevin Young because you're not paying Monty Williams? Right. Like. <laughs> also, we got a super chat from Libertarian Sasquatch that Monty, take your son-in-law with you, please. Which, of course, those jokes have been popping off since this news broke. Everyone is asking for Monty to take Landry Shamit with him to Detroit. You guys are unrelenting. Poor Landry Shamit. You're relentless. I'm sorry. I'm just completely distracted right now. All right. Well, let me see if I can bring us back into this conversation a little bit. Because one of the concerns now that I think actually affects the Suns in this situation of Monty accepting this job is the current coaching staff of the Phoenix Suns, mm -hmm. right? Because Monty was the only one that had been fired that we know about um, from the coaching staff of last season, which means there are quite a few good people still in that building. If the Suns do end up hiring Kevin Young, I would assume he would probably like to keep at least some of them. Does this now create a bidding war or a... I got dibs, I got dibs as far as those type of guys. Like we're talking about like Mark Bryant and things like that. Coaches that have been very instrumental in the Suns over the last couple of years that are very highly regarded in the league of anybody who's worked with them. So that's another thing that we're going to have to add to the list of things to take care of now. If Kevin Young's your guy now, just make the move so you can retain guys that you want so you can have the strongest staff possible. Enough with whatever is going on. Like, I still don't understand what this holdup is at this point. If it, all signs continue to point towards Kevin Young, unless there's some massive surprise. So, so what are you doing? Mm. Just if, if it's your guy, pick your guy. Unless all of a sudden Steve Kerr or Ty Lue is in the mix. But I don't... I highly doubt that. So what what are we doing? Are you really looking at Doc Rivers and, and Frank Vogel and going, hmm, is this – you know what those guys are. You've, you've heard their interview. Make your decision. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, I'm, not, I'm not too concerned about the assistant portion of this because you can always lure another assistant from another team that you really like too. I mean, like, listen, these guys – yeah, they, they they have contracts, but they you've seen you see it all the time. Other other coaches get promoted to other opportunities at different organizations, and they move around. And Kevin Young, for all we know, has relationships. I mean, hell, he was in a couple different spots before coming to Phoenix. So I'm not so worried about the staff as it is. There might be a couple guys that he wants to keep over, but I'm not rushing to make the head coach hire to make sure I can prevent other guys from leaving for other opportunities. Um, if they I'm want to leave for other opportunities. I'm not saying you need to rush by any means. I'm just saying it now creates as if Monty had to, had chosen to take a year off, you don't, you, this situation is, that does it doesn't exist. But now that Monty is an, a head coach at another place, now it does exist well, where he may want to bring some of those guys along with him. Well, well, and those guys could very well be very important pieces of the puzzle. While true, th I mean, there, there's nothing to say that Nick Nurse in Philadelphia couldn't poach, you know, Mark Bryant or, you know, all these other new head coaches in other spots would, would poach some of these guys because they do have a rep for being a good franchise right now and a good program, and they, they did a good job. So there's... I think I'm not really concerned about Monty poaching. Like, if the guys want to go, they go. But you're not rushing at this point. I mean, shit, the guy you fired has been hired already. Like, you're not rushing at this point. If these three guys we've heard reported are your choices, 
You finished interviewing them almost a week ago. Yeah. You're not rushing. You're just dragging your feet at I, this point. I think, I think they are waiting for something. They've no. got to be at this point. Uh, got at to this be. point, I really hope so. Even if it was just like, hey, we wanted to wait to see. And that's what gets reported. Because if you're just over here twiddling your thumbs because you can't decide, that's a bad look, in my opinion. Matt Ishbia, I don't think he's ever twiddled his thumbs in his life. <laughs> unless it's to wait Facts. for something to happen. Yeah. Like, I, I, he doesn't seem like the twiddling his thumbs type. So I think they're either waiting for maybe the Ty Lue thing or they're waiting because the NBA frowns upon the whole head coaching thing during the finals being announced. I don't know what it is. Um, okay, but, but even then, like, you couldn't, you didn't know yesterday? Two days ago, yeah. Like, I mean, they, they could already know. It just might not be public knowledge that we know yet. I don't know. But might you know they know we know. Exactly. Hold on, I, I have the answer. It's, oh, no. IT and James Jones are playing the longest Stop game it. of horse, and whoever wins gets their candidate. Maybe that's what's going well, props on. Props to Ishbia if he's still in that game because <laughs> I said I, I said JJ and, and oh, IT. JJ, okay. Matt was out in round one. Yeah, all he right? lost yeah, the first time around. I was gonna say props. He took a charge from Jokic. <laughs> he's playing IT and horse. That's impressive. Um no, like I would be interested though, to the point about the assistants possibly being poached by Monty now. I would be really interested whether Monty goes after Mark Bryant, A, because he's got a young big in Jalen mm -hmm. Duran over there in Detroit. Um, and B if him leaving hints at anything or plays a role at all in DA's happiness here, because Mark Bryant is DA's like a, a designated assistant coach. He's the designated assistant coach for all the big men. Mm -hmm. They all have glowing things to say about him as a person, as a coach. Um, and so I would be interested if Mark Bryant leaves for Detroit, like does that change DA's relationship with the franchise? Is he still as happy here? Who do they bring in to coach the big men now? Can they get more out of DA in terms of maybe post moves or things like that? Like I would be fascinated to see what the kind of chain reaction is if that's the case. And if he stays here, like what, what does that lead to next season for DA? Because we've heard from DA talking about, you know, wanting to shoot threes. He mentioned it at his exit interviews again this year, and it hasn't really come into being we, you know, we've been talking about how he needs to add a dribble to his arsenal and people are always quick to assign the blame to Monty that he didn't develop or that he didn't, that he stunted his growth, even though he's been more efficient since Monty came in charge and he just averaged a near career high 18 points, which was second only to his career high. He averaged in Monty's first year here. So I don't get that complaint at all, but I am curious if Monty poaches a guy like Mark Bryant, how do you address that? And does it suggest anything about, DA's future here because he is kind of the one central trade piece that we keep coming back to in terms of revamping the roster this summer. But I mean, at this point, outside of James Jones, uh, you know, and obviously Devin, who does he really even have a relationship with in the organization? Like, mm. I don't know who's left to have beef. The, the you know, disgraced former owner's gone. Matt Ishbia has been here in, in not long enough to really form a relationship. Monty's gone, who you had friction with. I mean, there is a chance you could try to have a fresh start here. And, and, you know, if Bryant's gone, you know, but you bring in somebody else that like you're saying, that could help. I mean, give Hakeem a call. Let's see if he wants to coach DA for a little while, but uh, right. look, I, it's going to be very intriguing how it plays out and who becomes uh, these assistants and how it does impact. I, I will say I came to a realization this morning. Yes. You guys want to hear it? Sure. What's that? I am going to say that they are not going to trade DA. I feel I feel like whoever they get, 
one of the primary questions that they're going to have and and look for in a candidate is how can you get more out of this guy's potential? Because um, I just I don't think that they're going to get what they want out on the market in order to really satisfy um, trading DeAndre Ayton. So I just I just a gut feeling that I just don't feel like they're going to DA is going to leave. The problem is you have to trade. Chris Paul or, yeah, or DA. I think Chris Paul would be the guy out. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to deal at least one of them to have any flexibility to do anything with this roster. It's going to be very intriguing, and I think the coaching pick does have a big impact uh, on that and where they go. So I would be interested because you can't have both of those $30 million contracts mm-hmm. on your books heading into next season, obviously, because that really hamstrings what you're able to do from a roster-building standpoint. And I think if you go to KD and book and ask which one of these two you would prefer to trade, I I don't I don't know I don't know which one they would say. I, but I think we have a, it's a, a pretty question. strong inkling of which way they. That's would a tough it. question to ask. Which one of these two do you want in the playoffs? One is it healthy for the playoffs? One doesn't show up for the playoffs. But you know they don't think that way. How I know? Oh, you no, know they don't think that. And one didn't show up for the playoffs. He was on the court, but he didn't show up. So well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, that was it. a joke. Gotcha. And <laughs> and one you know is off. One you know is off the books next year too. So yeah, I mean, it's true. Well, we shall see. Uh, HM in the chat said, "Lindsay, be hella aggressive." LOL. Uh, yes, I think that means that I could use some OG's brands, specifically the happy balance brand, because it'll make me a little less aggressive, mm-hmm. a little bit happier, so right? Sassy. The good balance. I have been really sassy this week. It's all right. I'm not mad at it, to be completely honest with you. It's just yeah. an observation. I don't think but if you mind. feel like you've been too sassy or you're a little too aggressive, maybe take a load off with a little bit of OG. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's all sassy right there. That's, that's my whole sassy song. Uh, a couple of cool things that are happening over at OG's Brands. They now have mixed bags, which means you can get all the fruits and all the cream flavors in one bag. So you kind of get... A little treat each time you get to pick which one you'd like instead of committing to just one flavor of OGs, which is top notch. Also, the pink lemonade flavor is dropping on June 21st. So that is something to look forward to. You can check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. All right, this next segment... It's going to be brought to you by our friends over at Shady Rays. Shady Rays, they've got gear that is built to last. Premium polarized shades. If you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 250,000 people. We're about to, sh- to throw some shade. Mm-hmm. We each have different people or things that we're throwing shade at today, but this will be really fun. Mm-hmm. Espo, I think you should start us off. Who I, are you throwing I, shade at? I have two. 
Okay. You want you want me to throw some shade mm-hmm. at ESPN or Monty first? Oh, Whichever boy. one. ESPN. ESPN first. <laughs> All right. I was on social today and saw this video that uh, our friends at ESPN put out, and I don't understand what the hell is this. First, you got Jokic throwing an L and an animated thing on the Suns court. Then he's driving Devin Booker's car, and he literally, while speeding down the freeway, kicks the Suns gorilla out of the car. What did go do to you? All right, Jokic. Absolutely nothing. You treat our owner like that, and then this digital <laughs> version of you from ESPN decides to kill our mascot in a cartoon? I'm not okay with this. And there will be something that you have to pay for in the future, Jokic. Okay. So, is that another Martin Luther King quote? It will, there will be <laughs> something you have to pay for. Listen, yes. Loki, I think this is hilarious. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't. He didn't kick him out of the car. It was an ejection. But I don't care. That's like some Fast and Furious stuff right there. This is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lindsay thinks murdering Go was hilarious. He's he's fine. He's fine. He's got a couple scratches, maybe a bruise. He's fine. I didn't mind what the video was depicting. I just thought it was blame as hell and like weird like, you know like the video animation was a little was bit weird, weird but yeah. i think that's what's funny about it is that it was so like what the, you just kind of have to laugh the weirdest thing we didn't have the audio but Jokic throws this gold l at center court in phoenix <laughs> and goes pick it up pick it up i'm like what is this who what gamecube designer decided to put this together and and Tracked it like that, all right? Yeah. God. You're, you're Disney. You have animators on staff. What was that crap? I still think it's funny. Oh. <laughs> all right. Okay, but he stole Book's car. That's Book's car. That's right. So Grand Theft Auto and Murdering a Gorilla. Oh, my God. This guy is uh, such a drama queen. To be <laughs> fair, cool dude in the chat says he should have never gotten in the car with Joker to begin with. True. That's he fact. was forced into it. Is he kidnapped? Go, he you ki- should have known He better. was gorilla-napped. <clears throat> oh. Alright, uh, Gerald? What? Would you like to throw some shade at anybody today? No, not really. I got oh, one. Gerald's <laughs> like, I'm good. I'm pass I'm good. on this one. Uh, so Gerald. I'm gonna, I mean, I had the same one Espo had uh, as the secondary one. So, uh, Monty, uh, listen, uh, it's not really at Monty, it's really at Detroit, because there was nobody else in the mix. And the fact that they gave this guy seventy-eight, they were bidding against themselves. I mean, that's a that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of coin uh, for for uh, for a good coach, good coach. But to be the highest paid coach in the NBA, yeah, I think that was just You're Detroit. What else are you going to do? It was negligent. No. Negligent. Stop I mean, that's it. a lot of money. This is my shade. Stop it. If you want to throw right, shade, I'm going to throw shade on Saul's page just now. <laughs> there you the, go. What the Somebody the got party. the assignment. <laughs> you are the Detroit Pistons. You won like a league worth 17 games, and you're going after the best head coach that's available on the market. They are the three time world champions. What? The win, like back in 2004, that was 20 years ago almost. Oh, you haven't saying. been relevant for 20 years. You're going after. The reigning head coach of the year from last season. You're going after a guy who's won more games than anybody the last three years. And you're trying to convince him not only to, you know, avoid taking a year off, but also turn down like seven million a year. So you have to add some extra cash on top of it. It makes sense to me. He's a good coach. Like, I know that he reached his ceiling with us here, but 
to say that he's overpaid, it's only because Detroit has to pay a premium if they want a premium head coach. And that's what they did. I will say one of my favorite tweets in response to Shams, Shams tweeting this out last night was somebody goes, six years in this economy? And I laugh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It really, because my initial response when I saw it, I was like, damn, six years? Mm-hmm. That's a legit it can contract. Be yeah. It can be up to eight. Mm-hmm. Like, sh- I mean, shout out to Monty. That's, that's insane. That's Get a good money. get for him. Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna throw shade at a couple of people here. Uh, first, <laughs> every single person on Twitter who lost their minds about Josh Hart asking if anyone has ever tasted their significant other's breast milk, new parents, right? We're talking and everyone literally lost their minds over this. And I'm like, calm down. We know what you do. Calm down. Okay? It's not the thought. It's the, why are you tweeting the thought? <laughs> why Why do we tweet a lot of the things we tweet? Oh, exactly. We tweet <laughs> all of the intrusive and invasive thoughts that we have into the world these days. It's right. 2023. That's what we do. You I don't. do not. As a society. <laughs> I'm speaking as a, as a whole. Society. As a society. Lindsay, Lindsay I keep that engagement I rate I up. All right. Back to her. <laughs> her She's like, we. I'm like, you? Oh. I thought that was so funny. Like, that was one of my favorite, like, two-hour blocks on Twitter in the last week. Hilarious. Like, CJ McCollum getting in on the action. You know he's tried it with that response that he had. And then a couple of the other guys just being way too dramatic and being like, no, but for real, like, delete my number. I can't believe you yeah, tweeted Jaylen this, Brunson. all this kind of yeah. shenanigans. I thought it was hilarious. It's entertaining. Um, it's premium off-season content. Great content. We are in the off-season. Love it. And then I'm also going to throw shade at Mark Cuban. Okay. Yeah. Mark Cuban, undercover cop. Are you freaking for real asking people to snitch on themselves mm-hmm. for watching Game 7 of Heat and Celtics on a pirated stream? Sir. This is a Wendy's. Can we not? I was like, why are you asking people this right now? What is happening? But the jokes that everyone got off about that tweet, fantastic. That's pretty great. All right. You want my Monty take? Yes. Monty Williams was overpaid by the Detroit Pistons. Mm -hmm. Lindsay, you know what I'm like. How overpaid was he? Monty Williams was so overpaid, the Democrats and Republicans had to agree to raise the debt ceiling just so the Pistons could afford it. Oh Monty God. Williams was so overpaid. How overpaid was he? Monty Williams oh. was so overpaid he can now buy the entirety of downtown Detroit and still have five million per year left over. <laughs> oh, man. that's a Detroit Ma- problem. Monty Williams <laughs> was so overpaid. How? I'll do it in joke. How overpaid was he? Monty Williams was so overpaid that making more—he's making more a year now than the three head coaches that the Suns had before him combined that's how overpaid he is and that's not a joke that's the damn truth he was better than all three of them combined it's true true he was three times true. better than that's all funny that. how that math works huh that's true <laughs> all right wow you may not think this but i promise you we are all actually sober today but we could probably use a beer after this show yeah and the only place in town to get a really good beer is our friends over at four peaks Whether you stop at the grocery store on your way home from work and pick up some of their fantastic beer or you stop into the Four Peaks pub down in Tempe to have some beer and some really great food, whatever it is, just make sure when you are watching sports that you have a Four Peaks in hand because 
You can't have one without the other. Also, make sure you check them out on social at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly. Folks, we have this cool thing. It's called the Die Hard Box. You get it when you sign up for our beautiful membership. You can see this other beautiful box on the table. It opens up, and you get a nice card and a nice little welcome, and you get your T-shirt that you get to pick out from our locker. Check it out. Everybody gets one that's a diehard. Uh, and if you've already been a diehard for this whole time, once you uh, renew, you get another box, which is pretty dope, and it's pretty cool. So check it out, uh, and it comes with a fancy card. And just remember, the diehard card, don't, Don't leave home without, without it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I hated it. That felt like. <laughs> he said I hated also, it. This was I, like the I, Ted Lasso scene all over also, again. I totally held the card upside down. <laughs> Once you had it backwards. <laughs> no, backwards gonna, is fine. Backwards is fine. I mean, both sides are cute. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's this cool That's little card. One side works. Like, it's pretty dope. It has your name on it, and it tells um, you your peach next. And, and you get a digital version of it, so it's pretty dope. I love the guy in the chat who's like, "What's with these cheesy jokes?" I'm like. Have you? You're obviously new here. I mean, this is the bit. <laughs> all right, I, I don't got much else. All right, we I just mean, said a rehearsed line together live yeah. on the air. I will say this is probably one of the more um, planned ahead kind of some of these jokes because you were like, "Let's do this thing mm -hmm. with the diehards," and Espo was like, "Hey, you guys remember that? How big is it or whatever no. thing from whatever <laughs> show you got?" What? Don't even. You That's know what I'm talking about. Y'all are that. literally so it's childish. Like I can't. Emma's uh, asking what it is. She's 21 years old. She's childish and so are you. It's you and Emma. Emma and Saul are literally the worst <laughs> two duo of all time. My father they won't turn I like anything to, dirty. Uh, I, leave, I like to think anything. we're dynamic. Uh, Gerald even responded my, to it. It's I not did. just me. And my father asked time. me not to engage in these jokes anymore. <laughs> so I'm listening to dad. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Uh, hello goes, I didn't think y'all planned things. Well, this is what happens when we try to plan things. So <laughs> they, they get scrapped. Now we know better. All right. Oh, man. Last thing we got for you guys today, we did get a really cool update from Kevin Durant and Nike. Um, they do have a lifetime partnership, mm -hmm. and they just launched the KD-15, 50 Years of Hip Hop. This shoe is actually, I really like it. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think about this shoe? I like it too. And you can't even see on the other side, it's got that little um, like silver microphone that's dangling from one of the shoes. I, I like it a lot. I like what the meaning behind it as well. Um, KD has always been a guy that's very invested in music and in history. And in this case, the history of hip hop. So if you read the article that he tweeted out um, explaining the idea behind the shoe and his love of music it's it's a pretty cool collaboration that they're doing yeah i loved everything about it except couldn't they have gotten a 35 on the heel not the seven wasn't well no because oh. it's a it's a classic shoe uh so they have it in other versions too do they so okay. they have the, the nike dunk high retro premium se classics um you can get those now too and i like sh i actually <laughs> like those better than, than the kd shoes but they're doing them across the board and i think it's pretty dope but the seven on the kd wasn't that in reference to to Brooklyn is his seven. I thought that his number was on the heel, and that was my only yeah. I don't know. Only beef on it. Yeah, the other versions. Okay, yeah, yeah, those are nicer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just this article is also pretty interesting too, because he pointed to the connections around celebrating hip hop's history and how they're intertwined within Nike and the sneaker culture. And I know I've heard this before, but I I guess I just kind of forgot because it was shared a while ago. 
that Kevin Durant has a uh, recording studio in his house and he does it for fun. So like, I know we've heard this before, but I wonder if at some point in time we'll actually get any music from Katie. Katie's Charles Barkley diss track. Yes. Oh my gosh. We shouldn't have gone down this road. I was Tell me how my donut there, tastes, Sayo. But <laughs> I do think it's fascinating that Kevin Durant does have, he actually does have a passion for understanding music and all of the elements that go into it. You can see that from this article. Mm-hmm. I just think it would be interesting. I'm curious to see if we ever hear anything from Kevin Durant on the music side of things. Maybe after his career is over. He's probably he's too smart to be releasing tracks during his <laughs> playing career, I feel like, because he knows the reaction that he gets when he does pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to learn that he has like a studio in his house and mm-hmm. that type of thing. So I yeah. think, maybe one day. I think LeBron also has a studio in his house. But Does he? again, they just have it to have it. So right. it's also to attract other people to their house as well. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. There's a lot of a lot of uh, you know, hip hop artists and just artists in general like to hang out. They they run in the same circles, and so being able to to lay down a, a beat at a party because you're like, oh man, I got this beat in my head. Let's go. Uh, it's definitely something that they do. Yeah. Same reason I got the studio at the house in the walk-in <laughs> closet. You want to come over and drop a beat, do a podcast, <laughs> talk to yourself, scream in a soundproof room? I got you covered. We can even change the color of the lights to whatever it is that you're. <laughs> we heard the first beat dropped for Sticks Kids. I don't know if we want another one. <laughs> next challenge is Dr. Martin Luther King in the background giving his speech. Oh, no. The great man said, "Dr. King as a great." As the great rapper Dr. Dre said, I got nothing. (laughs) Well, if you like these shoes, you can get them right now. They have released at retail for $150. So snag them up if you you like them. I'm saving up for the book ones. Which hopefully we get those this year too. Maybe around Christmas time. Is it? Wasn't it, was it this year at Christmas time yeah. or next spring? No, they had originally said next spring, but they moved it up because I'm guessing some of the other issues they're having with some of their signature athletes. Jordan. They want to, they kind of want to get a new one in there and you know move on. So, all right, thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate you. Thanks for putting up with all of our shenanigans today. We <laughs> promise we'll try to be better tomorrow. <laughs> Until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. I'm never trying to class this joint up again. Nobody appreciates <laughs> it. <laughs> Ahoy, hoy. Style is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never going to let go. PHNX though. Lindsay, Gerald, Espo. Saul passed the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always rep the family. 